You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, welcome back. Episode 98 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes and Gorak. Uh, it's a DJ Wanham episode. Winball Joseph episode. One very good player, one up and coming, so, you know. Yeah, we'll, one had a handful of good plays this year, but was mostly not that great. But he's yeah. a fourth-round pick, so we're not so, up yet. Linball, I think he's a free agent. He's out there after this, isn't ooh, he? Ooh, Linball hungry. I don't remember what back. they signed him for, but he wasn't good the year with us, though. So I know. Let's get Michael Pierce uh, not on the COVID list. And let it ride. Yeah. But anyways, uh, season's over. We did find out you cannot go ten and six when you lose nine games, this but is, you can go seven and nine. You can go seven and nine, but unfortunately, you don't make the playoffs. No, unless you're the Washington Football Team, <laughs> then you do make the playoffs. This then is you true. Do. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, so we beat Detroit. I think since we last talked, we talked right after the Saints game, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we beat Detroit barely. I think we beat them by two. 37-35. Offense about looks right. great. Defense is doing what they do lately and doing nothing. And Dan Bailey, classic Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey. Drug problem Dan Bailey. <laughs> I, there is something going on outside of football that is distracting that man. Could be his marriage as well. Yeah, yeah. I was texting Ryan some, some possible scenarios of why this man is just lost his mind, you know. And those are the only two we came up yeah, with. Yeah, <laughs> marriage problems. Drug problems. Yeah. I, it is interesting though when you think about football. It's like they're not robots. These people do have like families yeah. and issues, and you know, I, I, who knows? So it, it's the only thing that explains it. Besides, it apparently had a back injury. Uh, way to flare up week seventeen. <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I had pulled that card out week nine. Why didn't they just make him inactive and put the other guy in just so we could see a different kicker? I don't know. I don't know, but the guy we cut after the Tampa game when he blew that, uh, Tristan Vizcaino. He, he was perfect for the Niners on Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, three for three field goals, two for two extra points. Quality ball player. Uh, Dan hey, Bailey. Bailey, Bailey only missed one. Or was it more than that? It was one, but, you hey, know. That's an improvement. Well, they, only had improvement. To, they only had to drive down the field and get in a field goal range at the end. That's true. Well, yeah, he likes to keep it within, you know, a nice, easy margin. Um, ice, ice, Bailey. Remember those days? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, season's over 7-9. We're probably going to hit some offensive grades before jumping into the playoff lines. But first, uh, Zimmer gave his little end-of-year press conference, and there was news that Kubiak might uh, be quitting on us. Yeah, that was that was unfortunate. It was, what, last week he said, like, he's year-to-year at this point? Yeah, and I, yeah, he seemed and to give what, the impression that it was not a sure thing he'd be back. Well, sure, but, like, I thought for sure he'd be back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been going back and forth because you've been whining about the offense, and I've been kind of defending him that they're, you know... One of the best in the league. I, mean, I don't know. That might be a maybe a stretch. One of the best. One of the best in Vikings history, obviously, because we scored the third most points in our history. In history, yeah. four hundred eighty. Um, gave up four hundred eighty four though. Or can't do that. Scored four seventy five. Gave up four eighty. It's got to be Something worse than like that. that. I think we're in the four twenties for points scored and like four eighty for the points against. Right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden it was that. Kubiak is thinking about quitting, but he's not for sure yet. You know, Zimmer says he's going to go home. He's going to think about it. He's going to contemplate his health. That always seems to be something with Kubiak. I don't know what his health problems are, but he had to quit with the Broncos. Didn't he have like cancer, or, like a brain? Nah, brain no thing? idea. Something no like idea. that. Yeah, I think it was something bad. But uh... I would guess most likely we replace him with his kid or Rick Dennison, just like an in staff promotion. I, 
I would think so. I also don't really... Well, we've talked a little bit about, like, the other candidates that you could have. And, like, that's not a really pretty list. Yeah. Hugh Jackson, Bill O'Brien, Adam Gase. Anthony uh, Lynn, Daryl Bevel. Daryl Bevel, who interviewed for the Lions head coaching job. That's yeah, just because he's there. Uh, yeah, that's nice of them. They ain't going to hire him. Name I saw floated around. Uh, some people like Pep Hamilton. I've seen that. Quarterbacks coach for the Chargers. Chargers. Yep. Uh, was the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis with Andrew Luck. When when uh, Zimmer did his conference today, he was definitely saying, I love the wide zone. I love the offense. I think he said, you know, someone long ago told me your offense should do what your quarterback does best. And then he went on to say, like, and I think Kirk Cousins is in this offense. He's the best as far as this is what he does best. Play action, you know, bootleg, stuff like that. So Agreed. I can't imagine we're going to go outside the realm. Like, I don't know what Pep Hamilton runs, but it doesn't look like what we run as far as the Chargers. Um, like, that's why, like, a Daryl Bevel, he's a West Coast guy. I don't know what kind of run scheme he has, though. You almost got to stick to, like, who are the people that are running this Shanahan Kubiak offense out there, which is quite a bit of people. I feel like Bevel's more of like a power run game. Yeah. Was, I mean, Marshawn Lynch, Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, it was like, it was West Coast, but it was. You know, power, power running, running yeah, uh, which we do not have alignment for. But no, we'll get yeah, to that. that's the thing. You can't skip. You can't just skip to a new scheme. Like you have to. You've drafted for this type of offense. Now you you know do go also. Hey, we need some Maulers, and now Bradbury's worthless. Cleveland's worthless. Brian so, O'Neill's worthless. Yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be an in inside the uh, organization promotion. Yeah, and that's like there's nothing sexy to that, but there's the a idea bit of, of upside there though. The the idea of Clint Kubiak has slowly intrigued me just based off the fact of Kyle Shanahan coming from his dad and then just taking the offense to the next level and modernizing it. It's kind of like it's that's your complaint. Like it's a really good offense, but it just seems like there could be a little more to it. A little, a little spicier, you know? The fact that the biggest wrinkle in our offense this year was a uh, smoke screen to Amir Abdullah in week 17. Biggest wrinkle. There was That was a good call. Great it was it, got yardage. It was. Got yardage. I think that you was third and ten. When you and want we got Nagy running the ball of Patterson all day, but you've talked about some of the stuff that San Francisco does, and like it's it is like Kyle Shanahan was like, "All right, Dad, I see what you did. Now let me do something a little more, like a layer on top." Yeah, and I don't know if Clint those, Kubiak can do that, but hopefully. And well, the thing is, is if it works, great. And if it doesn't, you'll probably know that very quick and just go, "Okay, can't do that." Mm-hmm. You know, like. Dad did it this way and it worked like that. If I you run it five times and it just clearly doesn't work, it's like, all right, go back to how we used to do it. So, like, yeah. I either, feel like you got a fallback plan with Clint Kubiak. You well, know. yeah. I mean, you'd hope he at least has, obviously, the, the, the offense his dad built, like, figured out and that he could do something more. But it just, I just don't see us not sticking with this scheme and making Kirk learn a whole new playbook again and all kinds of shit like that. One thing I am worried about Clint Kubiak is learning the flow of the game, play calling wise. Never done it before. Yeah, and that's that's something that I, I don't know if Mike Zimmer will like, but then again, he handed the keys to Stefanski and he saw the way the offense took off. Mm-hmm. I felt like Stefanski was around longer. Not just the Vikings, but NFL. I know he was mostly Vikings. But like, has Clint Kubiak... I know mean, he was on our staff, though, like 10 years ago. 
one year Clint Kubiak was. Oh, I so he must have been around long enough where it's like. I feel okay, like he was in Washington with Jay Gruden a little bit. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, a lot of those guys were all over the place. Yeah. Uh, now you could go the more boring route and make it Rick Dennison, which would probably be more of a very straightforward Kubiak offense. Uh, I'd be less excited about that, but I would get it. It's like, all right, here's another Kubiak. He's right now the run game coordinator and the, I think maybe the offensive line coach. I thought he was the offensive line coach. Yeah, I think he's coach. got both titles. So, I don't know. The only one I would be excited about is if somehow the Broncos fired Pat Shermer. We could bring him back. Although he doesn't really run a wide zone, you know. But he just, I liked his play calling. This is true. Now, he never had Kirk. That was a Keenum year. And then he left. So. And, you know, our offensive line is a little smaller this year than it was 2017 with Shermer. Who would it have been in 2017? Alfline, Reef, Khalil, Jake Long. Is that that no, year? No, no, no. We had we were healthy. We made the we went to 13 and three, and we did Remmers. Jake Long. Mike Remmers was the right tackle for most of the year. It got all wonky at the end. Right guard was uh, the good one, the uh, Joe Berger. Joe Berger. Center was Pat Alfline, rookie. Nick Left Easton? guard was. Or was he our? Is that really who it was? I feel like it was a good player at left guard. And left tackle was Reef, obviously. Yeah. Who's our left guard now? They're always just garbage, oh, right? Yeah, I, th- I thought we were weak at left guard. I thought it was Easton, though. It could have been. It could be Easton, I guess. I They're all pretty. Easton. Easton's definitely bigger. Yeah. Berger's bigger. Elfline is Elfline. I don't know. Schumer could do it. He's he's the Broncos OC though, and I don't think they're firing him. So yeah. unless they were to fire Fangio, which I don't see happening in his second year. And yeah. it probably would have happened already. Yeah, that'd be bold to fire him. Uh, anyways, other news. We didn't s- renew the contract for our special teams coordinator, Marwan Malouf. Which, if we had done our offseason checklist by now, which we usually don't, a couple weeks from now we'll probably do it, that would have been one of them. Fire the special teams coordinator. Ugh. Turns out his contract ran out. Zimmer, at his press conference, they asked him, like, any coaching changes, anything you're doing? And he goes, just dead to the camera, just... Uh, Marwin Luce's contract was up, and I let him know I was not going to re uh, like extend it. You know, just like, yeah, I told him he's not not coming back. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, didn't even say like, you know, I appreciate the work he's done. You know, it's it, it is what it is. His contract's up. We're going to go to another direction. Just yeah, contract's up. We're not extending it. No. <laughs> and I told him that. Like, all right, thanks, buddy. But guy deserved it. One of the worst special teams I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, ranked thirty first in the league. Thanks uh, only your Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> yeah, and they are known for some bad special teams in LA. Uh, so that's kind of I don't know. That's most of the news I heard from that press conference. He uh, people ask him questions about players, and he just kind of gives his grouchy answers, which is great. Courtney Cronin asked him about Ezra's future. Like, you know, does he want to move to tackle? And I was like, oh, cool. I wonder what he's going to say. And he's like, I'm not going to talk about next year. It's been 24 hours since we had a game. Ask me how they did this year. Like, he's just like such a dick sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? You're not going to get any uh, good answers out of most coaches. Yeah. And especially Zimmer. Like, I feel like the Minnesota press knows now, like, what. Well, especially after a bad season. Like, he's 7 to 9. Like, He's not happy. Ask me about, like, player evaluation so far because uh, I might give you some. Well, it's funny is they always, at the end of the season, him and Spielman, and ever so every team's like, well, you know, we're going to get together. We're going to review the team. We're going to do that. We'll ask him in a month. And it's like, so how did you think of this guy? Well, you know, we're still still evaluating. Like, they're never going to tell you anything. It's it's pointless. But he, uh, he did blame a lot of our problems on injuries. 
We missed, what, 184 games from our projected starters on defense? Yeah, and it was like 16 on offense or something like that. Like, it was a very, like, just a lopsided amount of defensive injuries, which was not the right year to have defensive injuries. But he did also say, like, he might have miscalculated, like, how difficult it would be to lose. Because he was, he named them. He was like, the two corners, the nickelback, the nose tackle, the defensive end. Linebackers. Yeah. Well, he he was just talking about losing Trey Waynes, oh. Rose, Mack, Linval, Griffin. Like he, uh, you know, even like a Weatherly. Like he was like, I'm sure there's more, but like, I think he was just kind of saying, you know, I thought I could weather through that storm. Yeah. And that it, combined with the injuries, and now I have one of the worst defenses I've ever had. And that makes sense. Be I mean, himself. I mean, wait, no, I mean, he owned it, which is like great. It's like, yeah, I thought I could coach him up and. You know, mm-hmm. do better. I thought my scheme was better than the players, kind of thing. Yeah, and you know, and maybe since- it would be if you had, I didn't have drastic injuries too. Like it's, I feel like it's you don't want to sound like an excuse maker, which is what he was at first kind of doing. He was like, you know, we get a lot of injuries all the time, and then he sort of said, well, maybe I also miscalculated. It's like we'll never know how it would have turned out with the young corners, with all the actual star players. Like there was that one guy asked, uh, I don't know, one of the beat writers said, "Are you thinking of adding some more veterans to the defense?" And he was like, well, you know, we'll see. We'll look in free agency. Then he kind of hit him, and he's like, well, I'm going to add Daniel Hunter. I'm going to add Michael Pierce. I'm going to add Eric Kendricks. I'm going to add Anthony Barr. I mean, that's half my defense. That would be nice to have those veterans, you know, so oh. I don't know. You're waiting like you don't want to sound like an excuse maker with, well, it did happen. Yeah. And Zimmer's always, like, one to kind of, like, own his mistake. I mean, does like to place blame on, like, the offense, which – but like for Jay the most Gruden part, cost him multiple Super Bowls <laughs> in Cincinnati. But I'm well, he did. Yeah, he, he, he did. Uh, but like, he's got all these all these excuses that he can make, and then he just goes back and it's like, I may may have miscalculated. He's not one to just for the most part blame it on everything else, everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Injuries injuries happen to everyone. Yeah, they were a little bad. They were a lot worse for us this year, but. Any other year, another team has as many injuries. Well, he kind of blamed every year he hasn't made the playoffs on injuries besides the first one. He's like, if you look back at it, the years we're healthy, we make the playoffs. The years we have injuries, we don't. Well, is that true? Uh, according to one guy on Twitter, two of the three years he thought was a fair thing to say. Apparently not the uh, Filippo year. Which I would I, agree, that whole year is Filippo's fault. Which is Rick Spielman's Did Delvin Cook play the whole year? Well, I wouldn't know. Filippo didn't use him. I think he that, he did true. play most of the I year. So. I mean, he was he I think was there he played in, like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I games. think it was the end of the season when he got like maybe he, a couple injuries. Yeah. Or was that a hamstring year? That might have been middle of the season hamstring. Yeah. Um, Anyways, nine yards per carry against the Patriots, lost by ten. Didn't use him. Only got the ball nine times. Yeah. <laughs> we ran the ball like seven times against the Bills. It was wild. Um, that's a year where like the defense played really well, and if you would have this offense, it's eleven and five team. Like there was no reason for that to be a bad offense. Well, that's like basically running back your NFC title team. Yeah, with Kirk Cousins yeah. instead of Keenum. Because that's I kind mean, of... The, and that's... having Delvin Cook for an entire season. I mean, it's Diggs, Thielen, Kirk, Cook, Rudolph. There's no reason that offense should have been as bad as it was, and that was Filippo like, new age, I'm going to throw every down, but I have Kirk Cousins in a bad line. What am I doing? You know, you can't play him like he's Josh Allen. And that I feel like that's what a lot of our fans want to do. It's like, just throw more. Although I did like our last game with the Lions where we like were a little didn't more aggressive. Feel, I, yeah, I felt like it was this game doesn't matter. Let's like the early down throwing, the early down play action. You still ran the ball like 19 times with Madison. 
just him alone. I know Boone had some carries, Abdul had some carries. So it's like a balance between DiFilippo, who passed it, you know, 85% of the time, and then just kind of somewhere in the middle. Like, I do think we run a little too much. There are times where, well, yeah, when we run like five straight times and you're up by one score late in a ball game, it's like, ah. Yeah, or when it's like, you know, second and 10 and it's like, uh, I passed on first down. Denver's going to be real grumpy if I don't, you know, it just. Let's run a draw here. Yeah. Or it's third and 18. We've passed twice and one time we got sacked. Should probably run a draw. Mm -hmm. It it reminds me of, so in 2008, is that the Peterson carries Ponder? Who does he carry? T-Jack? T-Jack. T-Jack to the playoffs. And that's a run team all day. And then we get Favre. And it's kind of Favre's team. It's Sidney Rice. It's it Percy Harvin. It starts out as Peterson's team. And then after the Niners game, it's like, oh, Brett's here. And and now you're like more of like an attacking team. rather. I don't know. Running just seems less threatening. or I don't know what it is. But like we did not use Peterson. It was this amazing player that now doesn't have to just drag the team by himself. Yeah, I feel like he's he was getting... Probably he probably averaged four or five less carries per game right. the farvier than he did probably any other career. Mm-hmm. But he's probably year. more efficient, and I know he fumbled a billion times. But and he, I think he only had like thirteen hundred yards. I, I'd fumble a bunch too. I, I mean, you're getting excited. You're not getting the ball as much. <laughs> now I'm going to make no, excuses yeah, for now the I'm trying man, to make you know? big plays. But that offense, like I wouldn't mind if we let Kirk Jefferson and Thielen sort of be Plan A, and Cook is like. When we ran Madison last week, it's, you just find those times when it's a perfect time to run them. Like, we've passed, passed, and we've got them on their heels. Now you hit them with a run. You know, it just and, seems like you want the pass to set up the run rather than the other way around. And Delvin's so explosive in the pass game, you don't have to completely take him out. Where, like, Peterson, not, yep. not very good at uh, catching Chester the ball. Chester Taylor did it all. You know, he was awesome at it. I yep. mean, he's not nearly as explosive as Cook. As Cook, even. yeah. But, so... You don't have to completely just say, all right, Delvin, you're going to get the ball 10 less times today. It's like, no, you're just, just gonna, not going to be running into 300-pound yeah. linemen 10 more times And honestly, today. he probably should get the ball like 5 to 10 less times. There was games where he's getting 30 carries like multiple times. Like, okay, we, this guy's going to be around for a while. Let's not just... Yeah, I thought we had Madison, so we didn't have yeah. to do this. So And so Madison obviously proved that. I know it was against the Lions, bad defense. I know that's that's also why I'm worried about saying this because it worked against the lions the pass the kind of the pass heavy approach not heavy but because they can't rush the passer you try this shit against the bears and maybe this all falls apart you know yeah but you try it against the bears and it's not working right away you can scrap it yeah or you can or or, or you can work your way into it where it's like all right we're gonna first drive we're gonna do the normal game plan and then second drive we're gonna hit them with you and know, the first the first three pat plays are going to be passes. And maybe it's just game plan specific. You play in Detroit, you can, they can't rush the pass, or you throw on them. It just felt very much that they didn't care in this game as much. Like it was what was a meaningless game. It was pointless. So it was like, ah, let's let them sling it, and it went really well. Just free, free ball it. Yeah. Um, anyways, should we jump into some offensive grades? I mean, uh, be- offense for that. Uh, Seems like Everson Griffin wants to come back. Oh, just on Twitter, liking posts about him coming back, but liking posting posts about pi- fans. Posting uh, pictures of him and Mike Zimmer shaking yeah. hands. Which must have been week 17. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, were we, were we on the road that game? Yeah. No, because he was wearing a blue jersey. Oh, was he? Yep. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like it's him and Zimmer shaking hands, and he wrote, uh, if you want it, come get it. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I would love to have him back. It doesn't mean I don't want to also draft another end or maybe, but it – 
he at least would fill a spot where now you don't have to find another edge guy, or you're not have a, a weak link or counting on Wanham to be something. I more or less like production wise, yes, I more or less want him because he's kind of seems to be like the heartbeat of the defense now that we don't have him. He's emotional. Yeah. Yeah, he jumps off sides twice a game, which sucks, but you know, we don't have quarterback. Any, yeah, we don't have anyone else who brings that kind of emotion. Yeah. Uh him and Daniil Hunter kicking down doors and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, he's plays with like a ton of fire compared to most Passion. Like it's yeah. a passion is what he You plays look at like with. Anthony Barnes. It's like, does he even care that he's here right now? Like, I don't know what's going on. What did Zimmer say? Ken- coasts. <laughs> yeah. And like Kendrick's kind of showed it a little this year. Yeah. Harrison Smith has been known to like, when he gets a big play, he'll, you know, show some emotion. But for the most part, Griffin brings it he, before Griffin, the game. Yeah, Griffin's he brings at it 10. at practice. Yeah. Yeah. He's at, he's at 12 while everyone else is coasting at seven. Yeah. So that'd be, I mean, and I was looking at PFF grades because I was kind of just perusing our final grades for uh, when we talk about our own grades, but he had a really good pass rushing. His run defense was kind of down, but like his pass rush grade for them, really good still. It was like high 70s, which is very good. So even if you had him as like a third down specialist, type, yeah. I mean, he, day one, he's better than any end we have besides Hunter. So Or playing the first two downs. And bring in the young guy on third, whatever. Why would you what do that? A, He's a good pass rusher. Uh, because everyone pa- people pass on first and second downs too. Well, no, you put him on third and long and let him eat. I'm just saying the younger guys are usually just like pure pass rushers, and he's still good against the run, isn't he? Not terrible, probably better than he's not terrible, but better I, than DJ Wanam. Name the guys that are good against the uh, that are good pass rushers on our team because I don't see it. Oh well, no. You one. want DJ Wanam on third? Oh, well, I got, you I want got Jalen Holmes, Hercules, I, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm playing Everson Griffin first, second, and third down. You know, play him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Back to let's just go back to <laughs> just it. run it back. If he needs to substitute Joseph for Pearson, run it back. Bring back Shamar. Bring back Shamar. Uh, so yeah, I think that's kind of all the news stuff. No other coaching changes that I've heard of yet. Yeah, um, me neither. Um, I mean, among the Vikings, lots of changes in the NFL. So yeah, should this we, is a Vikings podcast. Yeah, no. we don't talk about those teams until uh, you know the lines. Uh, let's take a break and then let's do some grades. All right, welcome back. We'll uh, jump into the offensive grades, and we'll start with your quarterback for the foreseeable future, question mark? The only way he's not a quarterback is if the 49ers trade for him. Fact. So the quarterback for the foreseeable future, Kirk Cousins, uh, I'll start. I'll give Kirk Cousins a B plus on the year. Okay, B plus. Kind of funny that I'm the one defending him all the time, and I think I'm giving him a B. A B. Yeah. Okay. Too many turnovers. A little bit too many turnovers for me. You know, I guess I, I start. I guess I kind of forgot to split it up into two seasons: week mm-hmm. one through six, and then after the bye week. Yeah, and I mean, I think he started turning the corner a little bit before six. Like Titans game, he was locked in. Texans game, he was fine. It was the Bears game, that Colts game. Bears, oh wait, no, Colts. Bears wasn't. No, it was the Falcons game. Falcons the game. Colts the Colts game. game. The start of the Packers yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And and even beyond that, he still I know like a lot of his interceptions were like Hail Marys and stuff, but there wasn't a few that it was like, okay, you didn't do this last year, dude. So I'll give him a B. I think he could play at a B plus level. I think he played almost at a B plus A minus for the second half of the season. Yeah, I think even his last few games, like he's been really, really sharp. Yeah, I think I, I, I re, more more recency bias on that B, B yeah. plus because I kind of did forget about 
you know, the start of the I mean, year. There was people like, how how do we cut him and save money? How do we get rid of him? We need to move on. We even talked about that a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, you know, after starting one and five, we were like, well, you know, maybe, I did maybe say, this is it. I did say, though, like, he's going to end up with good numbers. We're going to end up like seven and nine, eight and eight. Everyone's hoping we're going to tank for Trevor and stuff. And even we're one and five. I think we both were, we're too good to go two and 14. Like, we would have had to go. Well, we would have had to lose to Jacksonville. Yeah, and then so lose. we would have had to go one and fifteen. Yeah, and we were looking at our schedule and how easy it was, and it's like you know, again, Kirk and Kubiak and all these guys didn't play Detroit. Forget twice. how to the Bears play. twice. We had the Cowboys on our schedule. Carolina, I know we lost Jacksonville. Carolina, Jacksonville, Detroit. I mean, yeah. So it's even when a lot of other people, I and mean, we obviously talked about you know what can you do if you wanted to, but I think we both were. At the end of the season, he's going to probably end up with 30 touchdowns, 10 picks. I think he ended up with 35 touchdowns, 13 picks. Over 4,000 yards. Yeah, I don't know how many rushing he had, but he had one in the Detroit game. A little running touchdown there. Did hit him with the gritty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I, yeah, overall, I would say a very good season. I don't, Was it perfect? No, but I don't know how you would find another quarterback easily that would be better than him next season. Almost impossible for next season, unless you got... Even if you got like a Zach Wilson for next season, I don't think it, Zach Wilson's better than Kirk Cousins. No, and even Justin Fields, I don't think Justin Fields next yeah. season is better than Kirk Cousins. More fun to watch, both of them, absolutely. Yeah, but, I think that's more of what people want. They're like, just give me something different. I'm bored with this. And even that, and even then, I guess because you know you don't know what you're getting, you're probably going in those two minute drives, going, oh, we got this, we got. Zach Wilson or Justin Fields back there, like they're gonna make something happen. And everyone wants the unknown. Could be anything. Could be a boat. You know, you don't know until you open it, and it turns out. Oh wait, this thing's Christian Ponder. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Can I have Kirk back? That was my bad. Um, I had I had gone through. I know we talked. You know about PFF. Like, is what it is. But they do watch every play and they grade players. And he was the ninth quarterback out of forty in their rankings. Okay. Which is. Pretty in line to where we say he belongs. Yeah. He's in that 9 to 12 range beginning of the season. He was kind of in the 18 range. By the end of the season, he's probably top 10. Oh. Finished ninth. I mean, he's very accurate. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's a good quarterback. Do you have the, the full list? I got everyone. Uh, who are the three or four quarterbacks behind him? Oh, Just... I have the Vikings full list. Okay. But okay. I can pull it up while we talk. Because um, I'm I, I, I like... Just for argument's sake, like there's, there are a lot of good quarterbacks out there, but I'm sure the three or four quarterbacks behind them, you're just gonna, you're going to go, eh, yeah, it's the same player as Kirk, you know, different flavor, exactly. same, same thing, and that's always kind of been our argument. He's, he's not Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. He's just one of the guys in the middle that you're happy with, but he's also not Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, or so here. Here, I'll say the top 10. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, number one. Tom Brady, number two. Deshaun Watson, number three. Mahomes, four. Josh Allen, five. Russell Wilson, six. There's a six no best surprise. PFF grades, they got those six right. Because there's no... I mean, who the hell are you arguing should be up there? Looks like it worked out well for them. Yep. Seven, actually tied with Wilson for six. Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Statistically, he has a great season. He seems very much like a Kirk to me. It's a run-first offense. He's running bootlegs. He's got easy throws. You know, people like Tannehill more to Kirk. I would I, personally prefer Kirk, I, I, but I got no problem if you prefer Tannehill. Yeah, and like my my cousin Phil's a Titans fan, and 
Like, he obviously prefers Tannehill to Kirk. But I watched the Vikings-Titans game. They're the same quarterback. Tannehill is a little faster because he used to play wide receiver. Same player. They're the same quarterback, except Tannehill has a much better offensive line. Well, they did take a hit with losing their right tackle, but a better offensive line. And he still also has really good weapons. Cook versus Henry, toss-up. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Jenu Smith. I don't think it's as good as ours, but it's good enough. Yeah, And it's a lot of like... Play action slant to AJ Brown, easy window throws. Yeah, and they they did that a lot against us, and it it works. Like they run a lot of RPOs, and good on them. Brett Favre made a living doing that just on his own. What's funny is they're like it's their offense is what we're stri- striving to be, except we run a wide zone scheme. Like we want to run the ball, we want to hit with play action, we want to control the clock. And they 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 had what are they I don't know if they finished first in points per game but they were going they were first going into last week yeah I think they did end up first so a run first team somehow had the first points like it's possible we just need to get a better offensive line so uh, after Tannehill is Dak Prescott who only I'm played surprised like five he played weeks. In, I'm surprised he made played enough for the grades but yeah. anyways uh, next Derek Carr and then Kirk Cousins and I so my list was actually. Before last week, so Cousins actually dropped one spot because he's okay. tenth now. I would prefer, well, and I don't know, maybe uh, your list dropped Dak Prescott, and that would make. Oh, him that nine. could that possibly could be it. Yeah, that would make him nine. I wonder if this has minimum stabs on it. Uh, but Derek Carr, I think I'd prefer Kirk Cousins to Derek Carr. It's just me. Would. Yeah, uh, I think Carr might be. No, I I just prefer Cousins. How many all times phases. do you have you seen on Twitter where people are laughing at Derek Carr for? Throwing it in the back of the end zone on fourth and goal. Yeah, I mean, Carr's fine, but I prefer Kirk. Who throws it away on fourth and goal? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. He's one of the few that would do that. At least Kirk will throw straight up in the air. Uh, so right behind Kirk is Matt Ryan. Again, another Kirk. At Kirk Cousins' peak, if he had Kyle Shanahan, Julio Jones, Devontas, or uh, was it Freeman? Yep. Like, if he had that and offense, Devin he could have done what Matt Ryan did that one year. But as a whole, Matt Ryan's like a pretty good quarterback. Like he's he's very good quarterback, which I think Kirk Cousins is. But I think like if he had that perfect supporting cast, Kyle Shanahan, he could be an. It's crazy to say Kirk Cousins be an MVP, but I feel like he could. Well, Kyle Shanahan kind of made Kirk Cousins, yeah, didn't he? Basically, in Washington. Yeah, and so. if you if he were to have Kirk Cousins now with these they, weapons, he'd probably be really damn good. They'd too, probably so. be back in the playoffs. Uh, Twelve was Kyler Murray. Who very exciting, but does have some issues. Wait, did the NFC West produce back-to-back Super Bowl contenders, and then both of them miss the playoffs the next year? Did the Rams miss the playoffs last year? Yep, we they, that, yeah. we took up the last spot in the yeah, and then the Niners missed it this year. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Niners have a god of excuses for that one. So Kyler Murray, then it's Matt Stafford, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. This one is fairly shocking. Justin Herbert, sixteenth, but. I feel like he's also made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. He's put up huge numbers. He looks really good. But I think people are just excited because he's a rookie. So, like, 16 seems low, but... I feel like the guys kind of immediately behind him are a lot more sexy than the two guys right in front of Kirk. Of Kirk? Yeah, yeah, Carr and Prescott. Yeah, Carr, Prescott, and Tannehill. Yeah. Prescott actually had a really good start to the season, so I get it. Like, yeah. why? I mean, his weapons are insane. But, I mean, just, like... Tannehill and Carr, like they're the same kind of players as cousins, but the guys that I prefer Matt Ryan, Murray, Lamar Jackson, 
Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, they're again, to me, they're all the same. Herbert has the upside to join that top group. Yeah. Murray, I would say, probably does. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a gets away from different... Him. Different type of quarterback altogether. He has clearly has the peak. He was an MVP. Like he, yeah, I, like you don't. You, yeah, and yeah. then you start getting into the bad players: Daniel Jones, Philip Rivers, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Joe Burrow as a rookie, Drew Brees, 29th, Jared Goff, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, Big Ben's way down there. Taysom Hill, Minshew, like gross. Yeah, he's way better than those guys. Our boy Teddy B, 31. Not a great year for Teddy. Like pretty average. I mean, I'm going to blame it on the knee injury and just forever say he was going to be the greatest thing. Absolutely. You know, that, that new knee injury ruined his career. That's a fact. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's absolutely a fact. But anyways, I'll go a B for Kirk. Uh, last half of the season, though, I would say he was, you know, B plus, A minus. What go. do you got for the backup? Oh, wait, Kirk's an Iron Man and doesn't miss snaps. So let's fact. just go to the running backs. Uh, Unlike Matt Stafford, who gets hurt every other week. I'm going to give running backs... In A? Yeah, I'll go A also. I almost want to go A plus because Delvin was that good. But uh, he got hurt. Missed a game. So When did he get hurt? Which game was that? Atlanta. He got hurt in the Seahawks game, right? And then missed Missed the Atlanta Atlanta game. game. Changed everything. Changed the course of history. No. A, Cook's a machine. I'm glad he only missed one game. I missed this one because his dad died. Uh, And then Madison... Yeah, not against Detroit. Uh, Madison kind of was just like whatever most this year, and then I really liked this last the week. Finish, yeah. looked, I mean, the, the the play action fourth down to him, beautiful call. Yep. Uh, and then even actually the when Cook was out of the Seahawks game, I remember him just rolling through the Seahawks, no problem. It was when he had to start against Atlanta. So what the hell happened here, man? He was like the fantasy start of the week. Get him for nothing off your waiver wire, and he's terrible. Uh, and then I also really like whenever Mike Boone was in there throughout the season. He's an animal. He, very he just good. looks like he has so much, like, he, he's he's just trying so damn hard. Like, I he think doesn't he just him. loves being on an NFL roster. <laughs> yeah. He probably, like, knows that he's never going to be, like, the guy, but he always is going to give you 110% because he loves being on an NFL roster. Yeah, he's, I think he's a free agent this year, so I would, and I think Abdullah is also. Abdullah, yeah. solid as a back, like. I was just going to go to him. He's also, like, good. Two touchdowns this year, both against his former team. That was a great play. He's running a drag route. Kirk, nobody open. He gets to his, you know, third read, and there's Abdullah just waiting Scoop. for a little, little drag route there. Scores. He's And he catches the ball every time. He can make the first guy miss almost every time. So I wonder if they'll bring him back again. I think it'll be the third year in a row for minimum money, just yeah. one year minimum. Might as well. Yeah. At least he can catch a kick return and just – or. Usually he just waves his hand as it goes over Perfect. his head. Love it. So, Love it. Uh, yeah, running back's A. If you want to throw C.J. Ham in there, I'll give him an A. Although, uh, PFF, not not the biggest C.J. Ham fans. Well, it's because they don't watch the game. They just grade the game. They, they, I don't know how you would do that, but <laughs> eighth out of 11 fullbacks. First off, only 11 fullbacks even made the minimum number of snaps. Shows you where like the NFL is. Mm. But eighth out of 11. What do they think? He's missing blocks or what? Didn't he make the Pro Bowl at, uh, again this year? Hey, Pro Bowl really doesn't mean anything. Mitch Trubisky made a Pro Bowl once. Oh, that's right. There's that picture of him, Watson, and Mahomes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. Remember when you told me they had a high-flying offense? Yeah. Hey, do you remember? So, you know, we always kill the Bears for taking Trubisky. Yeah. How come we never kill the Niners for not taking Watson or Mahomes? Who did they take? Solomon Thomas. 
and then the next yeah. year, and then that year, you they know traded, why? Because that they year took they Trubisky. <laughs> that year they traded for Garoppolo. Like afterwards, yeah. Mm. I feel like it, it, it kind of was just because they moved up to get a quarterback, and they picked him. Well, no, well, they just swapped spots with them. They moved up. So then, why the did the Niners at three should have taken Watson or Mahomes? Well, yeah, but they weren't looking for a quarterback. They were looking for Solomon Thomas. Look how well it's paid out for him. Made it to the Super Bowl, lost to Mahomes. All right, let's tight ends. You want to talk tight ends? You want to do that first? All right, we'll go there first. Uh, I gave. Where were you going to go? Receivers? Yeah, oh, I'll, I always I'll, go tight ends first. I'll go. I'll give tight ends a a B. I'll give them a B B minus. Yeah, I'm going to go B minus. If I'm giving Kirk a B, the tight ends were worse than Kirk. So I'm going to go B minus. I think I'm going to go B- minus as well. I've got it written down in a B, but on air, I'm going to go B-. minus. I would have liked to see a more of a breakout year from Irv Smith. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's as much his fault as... I think he missed some games with injury. Yes. We still gave a lot of snaps to Rudolph, who, to me, also seemed a little bit down Very lackluster year yeah. for him. He didn't even have as many cool end zone catches as he did the year before. Duh. I mean, it's probably time to move on from him. I liked what I've seen from Conklin, Yep, he's Gronk been solid. Won. So, um, if I'll give you the PFF grades, who do you think our best graded tight end was? Um, does it have four? Four graded out? Three. three. Just uh, three? Who's the fourth? Because he did not make the middle I, stems. I, like Brandon, Brandon Dillon. Dillon. Yeah, I don't know if they I like get... that guy. I like that guy. Smooth. <laughs> so, I'm going to go 3-2-1 is going to be Rudolph Irv Gronklin. Number one is Tyler Conklin. So, Tyler Conklin. With a 51.9 grade, which is terrible. The 69th out of 74 tight ends in the NFL. Now, small sample size, but he did make the minimum. So apparently, they don't like Gronklin. Number two, Kyle Rudolph. With a 67.6, which is like starter, solid starter. Not even solid starter, just a starter. starter. 29th out of 74. So he was in the top 32. Which means, you know, every team has at least one starting tight end. So he was one of the worst starting tight ends, but still in the starter category. Er Smith, 71.9, 16th out of 74. So okay. right in the middle. It's time to cut Rudolph and let Irv Smith be the guy. Let Irv cook. Let <laughs> Irv cook. Uh, I mean, he's, Irv's looked, uh, I mean, I do like that, that reflect, besides the, the Conklin thing, because I thought he looked okay, but I'm not watching him like, it's when he catches the ball. It's like, hey, yeah, look at, he but can move you know, faster but hey, he's 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 a bad wider. He's a bad. They have him graded as a bad tight end too, and he's a third one on our depth chart. Yeah, I'll take it. I do like that. It does reflect though that Ersmith is clearly better than Rudolph because that, at least with my eyes, is what I see. So I, I will say Conklin though when he catches the ball, at least he can like move. Rudolph is like, it's like a corpse out there. Well, you know? Conklin. Oh. Can kind of move. You want to talk about a corpse, though. We talked about Jesse James, like, I don't know, was it a few weeks ago? Saying, like, oh, yeah, get a big 6'7 guy. That dude sucks. Yeah. He had one play that I saw against us. And I don't know what happened, but it, it looked like he was stuck. <laughs> he caught the ball, and it was like, oh, shit, this could be a play. Like I think he needed, like, four yards. I feel like he turned around and was tackled <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, and it looked like, I think it was Gladney who got him. It was, like, so. 10 yards away from him. He gets the ball, and it's like, shit, he ain't going to get there. He couldn't even lift his foot. It's like, do not want Jesse James on this team. Scratch him off your list. I know he's tall, but he's slower than Rudolph. So, uh, tight ends B minus. Yeah, I'll give him that. Um, receivers, wide receivers. Yes. Uh, B plus. I'm gonna go. 
it's hard because the top two are so good and then the rest are not good. I like I like B plus. Not on the running backs because Cook gets like 95% of the things. You know, like Chad Beebe, BC, none of them stepped up really besides the main two. I mean, none of them really get any run, but... Chad Beebe made two plays this year, fucked up like 20. BC, bad. <laughs> like 20. <laughs> Chad Beebe is a hero. Miracle 2.0. Catches the ball, gets hit. Nobody notices. He's still up. Runs down the field. Jefferson's got to dive out of the way. Chad Beebe. Him and Kubiak cooking up something. You know what sucks is that, like, I, I get what they see in him. You know, shifty little slot guy. He's got bad hands. Dude's garbage. <laughs> He's so bad. Yeah. You just, yeah, run him on drag routes. You know why nobody? Do you know why he's always open? Because they're not afraid of him. I don't even they want do him not, on drag routes. They do not cover Chad Beebe. So bad. Uh, That's why he's open. And then you go down the list of other trash players we had. BC was really bad this year. Did he barely nothing. played though because he's he's an outside receiver. And we have two really good ones. So, like, unless one of them were to get hurt, wasn't there a game where it was at Thielen didn't play? Yeah. And BC did pretty good. That's true. The problem is the only guy that gets any run is fucking BB because we want to play Thielen and Jefferson outside because they're good at that. And poor little BC doesn't get to play. BC I, should play outside. Thielen should run run the slot. That would be uh, as far as three players an upgrade because BC's better than BB. Yes. BC, BB. Uh B.C. Johnson didn't even meet the minimum required snaps for a PFF grade. Did B.B.? Yeah. What was he, last? 119th out of 128. <laughs> I was dead right about <laughs> that, man. I told you he was bad. <laughs> yeah. B.C. without meeting the minimum, so you don't know where he would rank. He was 67.8, which is great, which is actually similar to Rudolph. Like, Well, he had a 60. Oh, you don't have the whole list. No. Um, so it was, you know, solid. Where do you think, uh, well... Justin Jefferson ended up being the second best receiver according to them. I think Adams passed him at the Adams end. Adams did, yeah. With and like then Thielen finished sixth. Our best player overall is actually Justin Jefferson. Did Adam Thielen finish with over 1,000 yards? I doubt it. I know he had, what, 12 touchdowns? Yeah, he was like our touchdown guy. Jefferson was our... Which I mean, 1,400 I, yards as a rookie? I feel like the reason why Justin Jefferson won't win Offensive Rookie of the Year is because he doesn't have double... Digit touchdowns. Ah, that's if he doesn't only, win it. It's that, because Herbert's a quarterback. Even if he had ten touchdowns, it would be Herbert. Like if he doesn't win it, you get fourteen hundred yards and they still give it to Herbert. It's because he's not even Bolden, not even Moss. the best ever. It's, yeah. I mean, it's and he got to that fourteen hundred mark. Thirteen eighty eight, not quite there. Fourteen hundred, give him the trophy. I yeah. got, I got money riding on that. I need that. Um, who was I gonna look up? Were you looking up where BC would have landed if he had hit the minimum snaps? I couldn't really tell what you were doing. I feel like I was, I don't know, maybe I just ended up with my phone in the hand. Anyways, yeah. it was around when we were talking about BC. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you, I got it pulled up. So 66.7, I said, yeah, 66.8. See, it's it sounds all right, but it ain't that great. It's around Darnell Moody, Julian Edelman, Lid Bowden Jr. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Yeah, so B, I mean, that's third fourth receiver he should be like our fourth guy we need a real slot guy or like you said get a real outside another outside guy and move Thielen. how would tajay sharp that dude sucked too oh yeah does he drag the grade down kj osborne did nothing as a receiver we lost alexander hollins who never got to play it's just two guys it went from shame. Diggs and Thielen to jefferson and Thielen. we need a, we need a new third uh all right should we go to tackles yeah i feel like i just have to 
looked at, I've been thinking about that grade a little bit that I got written down and been a little more critical on everyone else and thinking okay. about it. I okay. think I think I'm gonna go C plus on tackle. I'm gonna go B minus. Slightly worse than Kirk. That's what you I had what written is, down, but I'm it's like Brian O'Neill, I felt like wasn't as good as I expected. Still very good. And Riley Reef was better than I expected. Yep. And then I think Brian O'Neill the last couple weeks had some really poor plays and that kind of like stood out. The lion sack where he just like got completely blown past. Yeah, and there was another play last week where he got completely ran around, I thought. I don't think it resulted in a sack or anything, but uh, he's had a few I feel like he re- regressed. I feel like this year we saw what everyone else kind of sees about Brian O'Neill, where we probably saw, you know, like, you know, top ten right tackle in the league where he's probably around that Kirk, you know, fourteen, eighteen well, range. It was like he didn't really take another step this year and was hoping yeah. to be like when I was talking to Rennie, like we need that that one road grader, that awesome lineman, the Steve Hutchinson. And he was like, Brian O'Neill. And it's like, well, not really. Like, he's a very good starter, but he is not. There ain't a lot of fans going, oh, that Minnesota Brian O'Neill. Yeah, he's, like, not a, he's not a Pro Bowl offensive yeah, lineman. He's or all a, pro if you don't like the Pro Bowl. It's kind of like player. a young Riley Reef. I don't know. So, I mean, he's, I think he can get better. And hopefully maybe if he didn't have the worst right guard. and Well, again, if Cleveland did improve that spot. Where do you who do you think ranked better though? Brian O'Neill or Riley Reef for PFF? I think Riley Reef ranked better. Brian O'Neill did. Really? 77.8 grade. So actually a pretty good grade. You know, I, I bet his uh getting into space run blocking probably really helped him out. The 20, in the screens. The 23rd rate tackle out of 82. Impressive. So again, not top 10, not even top 20. But that's 23 ranked Tackle. Yep. So it includes both sides. So there's 64 starting tackles. He's 23rd. So he's in the middle somewhere oh. as, you know, mid-tier starter. And then Riley Reef with a 71.4, the 39th ranked tackle of 82. So still starting caliber. Interesting, though. So both, both of, top 20 tackles. For if, if you break them up into left and right. Yeah. Uh, so if, if it's towards evenly the back, divisible. Yeah. Yeah, towards the back end for Reef, but still. And, and actually, when you kind of think about how the season went, like... He, the tackles were not the issue. It was the interior. Like everyone kind of was like, "Oh, Reef, not that bad." I wonder what they're going to do with Reef. He's a thirteen million dollar cap hit. Zimmer spent a chunk of his uh, press conference talking about how much he loved Reef and how he, you know, had a great season and do blah blah blah. Do you just can we just restructure him again? And yeah, can he just take less money and come back? Take like if he's got what thirteen million oh next year. Can we pay him eight, nine? Well, the thing is, I'm pretty sure if you cut him, you only save like nine of it. I thought it was eleven million. Yeah, eleven, and you have te- two dead. Yeah. So okay, give him that two. Can we give him another five so he gets seven for one year? You still save six million, but you don't got to go find another lineman. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're risking that he falls off the map, but he seemed fine. It feels like he wouldn't. Yeah. What was his reasoning for missing this last game? COVID. Feel like it was yeah, COVID. Yeah, I think it was COVID. So I mean, he was durable. No. Um, anyways, uh, did did we run? Did he hit his uh, snap percentage incentive? Do you know that? I don't know. Chris Thomason was just he was on like that. Crazy. Yeah, and, I, and then I and then all of a sudden, like the game ended, I never saw anything about it. 
he gets hooked on these random things and it's like, dude, calm down. No one cares. But uh, it's a million dollars for an offensive line. I think uh, everyone thinks they're just going to pay him. Yeah. Regardless, well, you saw all kinds of weird shit. If you like, they were running plays to David Moore when they could have been kneeling the ball in Seattle to get him a bonus. Uh, Brady's throwing shovel passes to Antonio Brown to get him a, like half a million dollars. Oh. <laughs> so what's going on? Owners are probably ref- the hell is this? Kneel the ball <laughs> and David Moore for a fucking drag route. Um, all right, let's jump to the guards because I don't have any other tackles. Rashad Hill's Rashad Hill. He barely played. I mean, our tackles were healthy for most of the year. Although Rashad Hill did good in the Detroit game against. Everson Griffin, mm-hmm. although Kirk Cousins uh, juked Everson Griffin at one point. Yeah, so. that was pretty impressive. That was good to see. Yeah, maybe he's not so good. <laughs> no wonder he's begging to come back yeah. here. What do you got for your guard grades? No, this is tough because you got... D+. Plus. D+. Plus? D+. Plus. It's got to be. It's got to be D+. Plus. The only reason why you're getting a D plus is because of Ezra Cleveland. It'd be an F. Otherwise, oh, yeah, it's absolutely. F. Absolutely. And, like, they were so bad, all of them. Drew Samia, awful. Got shoved right into the lap of Cousins from DeForest. Buckner. Horrible player. Uh, I mean, I hope they cut him. Yeah, he's let, not even worth waiting to see if he's going to be anything. Not even worth another breath of air. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> to go <laughs> Also terrible. But better than uh, that other guy. Drew Samia. The, sure. Yeah. That, yeah. Has no breath left. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> and Pat Elfline. Also, really bad when he was around. Yeah, not even here. Did he, did he ever? Did he play for the Jets? I never actually like followed what I happened know. with him. I mean, it's Pat Alfine. We've always wanted to replace him. They just decided they'd rather start Dozier in Cleveland instead of Elfline in Cle- Cleveland oh, or Elfline in Dozier. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would might have been a little smarter to do Elfline in Cleveland and bench Dozier because he and really then cut Samia. Well, yeah, just be done with him, but. I guess you. I mean, Dozier played 100 percent of snaps this season. Never missed a snap. Impressive, but that's right because he moved. Yeah. Yep. So, I got three guards that got enough snaps for PFF grades. It's Cleveland, Samia, and Dozier. Cleveland's the best, and they have him at 67.6, 25th out of 86 guards. Oh. So he's actually middle of the road. Middle of the road as a rookie at guard, pretty good. So, our eyes match what PFF is saying. What do you think? Let's go to Drew Samia. He did not hit the minimum, so I don't have it, but... What was his grade? What was his grade? So I'll say the... the Conklin was 51.9. Irv was in the 70s. Where do you think Drew Samia was? 23.8. 33.7. The worst on the entire team, except for... There's actually two other guys on the defense that are worse than him. 33.7. In I don't know how many games he played, but he gave up 14 pressures, and I think it was three games. Oh, my. So, horrible player. But what surprised me the most was Dozier. There's 86 guards. Where do you think he ranked? That man ranked like 56 or something. 83rd. Impressive. Oh, my. 83rd out of 86. 43.2. I thought you were saying that like I was going to be impressed. No. Like, like Ryan, you He's should go a lot higher than you thought. one of the worst guards that played enough snaps to get a grade. That's bad. Barely better than Drew Samia. Wait, 83rd? 83rd out of 86. 64, right? 64. There are 64 starting yep, 64 guards. starting So guards. he wasn't even worth a starting position. Grade. And it's it just makes you think. Not even Elfline, whatever, but what if you had a competent person there? Like Tom Compton. <laughs> like Tom Compton. Anyone. It's, just, you can, can you imagine how much better it would be? So I went and looked at the pressures given up. Okay. 
Uh, Drew Smith 14. Now remember, that's three games. Next lowest is Riley Reef with 21. Then it's Ezra Cleveland with 23. A little unfair. He didn't play for the first few games. Oh. Then it's O'Neal with 28. Bradbury with 29. Dakota Dozier, 46 pressures given up by himself. Also led the team in penalties with eight. Oh, my God. I think we missed about how bad Dozier's season was as, as a – like, I, I – I don't know if we gloss over because Drew Samia camouflaged it for a while, and then Cleveland came in and was like, hey, things are kind of better. But when it's, you know, two minutes left and you got to go 80 yards and you got Dakota Dozier left guard, you're playing with 10 players. No wonder why John Jenkins is sitting on your face. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So to put that in context too, so every one of our starting line gave up over 20 pressures. Not one player on the Browns gave up over 20. So what you're saying is we should get better at offense. Yeah, line. I'm saying our offensive line sucks. Okay. Dozier gave up over 40 pressures, and not one player in the Browns gave up over 20. That uh, what was it? 42, 46, 46. That is almost three pressures a game, just under, literally yeah. two pressures under three a game. What a bum! Uh, I wonder if he uh, led the league. I should have looked that up. Mm. Not a good way to do it, though, because when you look up things on PFF, you're sort of like within a team if you're looking at pressures. Yeah. I have to go through all the teams, but I can't imagine anyone. Usually when you're this bad, you get benched. He played 100% of snaps. So uh, last guy, I guess, is Garrett Bradbury. What do you grade him? I'll give him a C plus fringe B minus. I'm going C, C plus. Honestly, a little disappointed in him. I guess, yeah, you, you... I'd like to. I'd like to see him get stronger, just so he can hold up a half second longer against some uh, bigger guys. I'd like to see him with a without Dakota Dozier next to him. You know, I'm yeah. blaming it all on Dozier. He's the new DeFilippo. Uh, Cleveland's was 25th out, of, 25th out of 37 centers. There's only one per team. He's a you know back end starter, which is not great. Uh-uh. He's young. I'm not giving up on him yet, but or did uh, yeah. I don't know what uh, he, he's so good in the run game, but he—I mean, as long as you're not putting a nose in his and pushing him straight back, but I feel like he's a liability in the pass game. Yeah, I feel like instead of double teaming and helping outside, you gotta give him some help whenever he's lined straight up on the nose. Yeah, it's honestly it's maybe it's surprising how well our tackles played with how bad our interior is. You think they—I feel like yeah, I feel like if they got help, it was a chip from a tight end. You know what's funny? I feel like we don't chip a ton. We definitely don't chip a lot with our running backs, where they like run out and chip, and then they run their route. Maybe we do with the tight ends more than I. Well, I guess the tight ends, it's more like fake to block on the bootleg, and then it's more of like a, a block and release, you know, yeah. instead of like a chip and chip and fly. But so yeah, that's our offensive grades. It was uh, overall. How about overall as an offense? I'm gonna say B. I w- yeah, I was going to go B. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to put, like, you know, do the old, like, uh, school grading where I'd actually like, put card. numbers. Yeah, a little report card. And then, you know, add up all my numbers and divide them at the end. I'm going to do that for defense. And I'm okay. gonna, then I'm going to be able to give you an accurate grade. Yeah. Um, who, I, I'll who, go B. Who's B. your uh, offensive MVP? Dalvin. Uh, no, Justin Jefferson. I was going to say Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson. So, who met expectations? Or no, no, no. Who exceeded expectations? I feel like we talked about that last year. Like, which players exceeded your expectations? Like, I don't think Kirk did. Delvin, Jefferson. Ezra. Ezra. I would think, when we drafted him, I figured he was just going to be, like, a redshirt year. Yeah. 
We thought that with O'Neill as well. Yeah. Well, that's what we were told. I, the draft community said they were too, too weak. Too to slender. Uh, I'll think, say yeah, Riley those... Reef exceeded my expectations this year. Yep. And Chad Beebe. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's it, though, I think, right there. Tyler Conklin. Yeah. Just because you don't yeah. expect much. He expected zero he, out of him. He caught a couple balls. Couple. He, he, made, he, he looked better than like he Than I expected. Thought. Yeah. That catch last week where he like was like swinging the ball oh, yeah. out. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. Can't believe he held on to that. Uh, so what would we say then? It's Jefferson, Conklin, Ezra, Riley Reef, Delvin Cook. And Delvin Cook. All right. So five guys. Because next week when we get to defense, I'm telling you, there's zero. Oh. And next week's defensive grades, just a sneak peek, are not good. Yeah. Um, I've already pulled the PFF ones in. We were saying, you know, good stuff like, you know, Dalvin, third out of 70 running backs. Kirk, nine out of 40 quarterbacks. There's no one good. Yeah. Like, your best grade on defense is one of your lowest grades on offense. Exactly. I mean. Like, that's how bad Our it is. Our guy last year that would dominate the PFF ranks was Anthony Harris. And he, oh boy, did he fall down! Oh. So what, that'll be fun. Did do you have that on you? Yeah. I, did he? Well, actually, we'll talk about that off. We'll off save it. We'll yeah. Save it. Just. Okay. Um, but yeah. So well, we'll uh, we might not do special teams next week. Let's just say Dan Bailey, thirty-one point eight. I don't know how that works with kickers, and they didn't rank him. Also, our punter was the thirty-second out of thirty-three punters. Of course, he was. He was bad. Thirty-second out of thirty-three. So. Somebody, the only guy worse than him was some guy that was a backup. Oh. Who knows even why he was punting. Uh, or, or or the guy, he, the only guy he was better than got caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? I would say like as far as Spielman, I don't know if we want to give him a grade. Or not. Maybe we should grade him right now. Right now, I'd give him a C because he left nothing to be desired with our depth. <laughs> well, I'd like to see other teams' depth on defense if they had six starters uh, out. I would say right, the I'll give you that. Reese, and this is stuff we actually kind of wanted: Dan Bailey extension, the Britton Colquitt extension, and the Yannick trade. All of them at the time I was okay with, so I can't fault them. All three not good moves. Fact. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was another one that was, didn't really end up too well, but I think it was fine. I mean, his draft, you can't give him a C. Justin Jefferson, probably possibly rookie of the year. Cam Dantzler, we'll get to him next week, but I mean, stud. Yeah, Justin Jefferson may not win rookie of the year, but you just got the best value yeah. uh, in the entire draft at number 22 overall. Yeah. Uh, Gladney showed enough. Ezra showed enough. That right there is like four guys that are going to be mainstays on this team. So I think Michael Pierce is a good signing, but it didn't really work out. You know, you missed on Tajay Sharp. Can't win them all. Yep, that's true. But uh, you know what we can win? Uh, We can win this weekend with free football. So you guys enjoy that, and we'll catch you next week. Aren't we going to do lines? I forgot about lines. I I have no idea where you're going with this. This is wild. I'm just watching Brian's brain function. Let's hit a break. I thought we were out of here. Yeah, let's hit a break. uh, We'll run through the uh, playoff lines. Absolutely. All right. Welcome back. Uh, NFL lines. NFL keep lines. I don't know what's wrong with your brain. Well, for whatever reason, I thought you pressed play and not record. I did push play. If I do record, then it splices it. Oh, all right. Perfect. A little behind the scenes of... Uh, oh, that's right, because we paused it. This isn't a new episode. Got it. <laughs> did you think this was a new episode? No, did not a new episode. I just, you know, got, got the buttons confused. Anyways. I'm sorry. Ryan's, sorry, guys. Ryan's lost his mind. He's really distraught over the 7-9 season. Yeah. Uh, first game, Saturday. I don't know if these are Eastern, whatever. One o'clock it says on here. Probably Eastern. Eastern. Uh, Colts at Bills. What do you got for a line? Uh, Bills minus Bills minus three. 
Bills by six and a half. Ooh, I'm going to take the Colts to cover that. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts to cover, and I would not be shocked if they won. No. I feel like the Bills are a young team. Everyone's riding them. Everyone loves them because they've been destroying people. I feel like it could be one of those, wow, they lost, one and done, tough break. I wonder if Xavier Rhodes will be shadowing Stephon Diggs all day. Ooh, interesting. Probably not because I think the Colts play a very uh, zone-heavy defense, so... Can well, he cover with his zone, though? <laughs> they should double-team him every play for sure. Because he, 1,500 yards I think he had and 120-some catches. He had a yeah, very good season. Very good. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts. You're taking the Colts? Yep. You're just I'm taking, taking the cover. Colts cover. Yeah. I, I think I'd take the Bills to win. It definitely feels like uh, closer than people think. Six and a half seems like a lot. If you're betting on the Bills, take the money line. Okay, okay. Uh, next up, the afternoon game, an NFC West I guess it's the third time they'll be playing this year. Rams at Seahawks. What do you got for a line? Rams at Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks minus, minus three and a half. Seahawks by four. By four. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Seahawks. I like the Rams here as well. I like the underdogs. So you got Seahawks here covering four, and I got Rams. Yep. yep. I like Jalen Ramsey following Metcalf. And then what do the Seahawks got? Chris Carson? I don't know. Russell Tyler Wilson. Lockett. You know what it really comes down to, though? Does decent Goff show up? Because that actually, now that I think about it, I'm betting on Goff, and you're betting on Wilson? I feel like an asshole. <laughs> you're betting at Wilson at an empty CenturyLink stadium. Okay, okay, okay. You, you got to take it. And, I, it, you know, Aaron Donald, <coughs> Jalen Ramsey, they've been here. Both teams have kind of been here, yeah. Super Bowl teams. Uh, all right, so I got Ramsey, you got Seahawks. The night game. Is he Tampa? What am I looking at here? Oh yeah, Tampa. Tampa Bay at Washington Football Team. I'm gonna say it's probably something drastic like Tampa minus eight and a half. You hit it on the spot. Eight and a half, Tampa. I like that Washington defense, man, but that offense is brutal. Which is weird. Like they've got McLaurin, they've got Gibson, but Alex Smith is pretty washed up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bless, bless his heart. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, and other than really McLaurin, what do they have at receiver? Uh, not at receiver, really. Not Ch- Ch- Stephen Sims. Never heard of her. Uh, there's another Sims they have. A lot of Sims. Okay, yeah, uh, a couple of Sims. That's like you know. They have Antonio Gibson. Mm. Sin, not okay. Sim. Okay. <laughs> um, but Their yeah. defense is awesome though. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Payne, Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. Yep. Yeah, they've got some, but. Tampa's probably the better overall team. Yeah, I I want to take Washington to cover, but the gambler in me says you take Tampa to cover. Yeah, eight and a half big line for a defense that's that good, but I think I'm going to go Tampa as well. Oh. I don't think Alex Smith can keep up. No, see, the thing is, is I can see Brady putting up, you know, 24 on that defense. I don't see Alex Smith putting over 20. Yeah, because Tampa actually anyone. has a pretty good... And they're a little up and down, but they have – Broncos are trying to interview our GM. Uh, George Patton, oh, Patton for Vegas. He does these all the time GM, and never yeah. takes the job. I wonder if he'll take this one. And then fire – Pat Shermer. And bring it's him the up. long con. Can we make a trade? Can we trade Patton for Pat Shermer? The long con. Uh, well, yeah, he gets fired in three years after he blows in and he comes back. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I quit. <laughs> I got Shermer. I'm out of here. Uh, all right, so we both took the box. Now we're on to the Sunday slate. We got Ravens at Titans. 
I'm going to go Titans minus three and a half. It is Ravens by three. I'm taking the Titans outright. Okay. Is this because your cousin's a Titans fan? Nope. I, Extreme bias? Nope. I'm taking the Titans. Tannehill lover? I'll, I'll take the Titans over the Ravens. I don't, I, I, I don't love the Ravens' offense. I know Tennessee's defense is not very good. That's, I feel like, the bigger worry. Like, can, But I don't know. I like Tennessee. I, I'm, I'm taking They Tennessee beat them last up. year. This is a rematch. Taking, Everyone thought it was going to be Ravens-Chiefs. And then Titans showed up. Tennessee outright. And they're at home this time. I'm going to take Tennessee as well. I don't feel good about that game, though. No, I wouldn't bet on it. No. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Mm, no. Uh, let's, There's not many games. So far, I'm not, I wouldn't bet on many, if any, of these. I mean, I would because I'm a gambler, but yeah. if you're looking for free money, there's no such thing as that this weekend. I'm going to say this one is Bears at Saints. What do you got for a line? Okay, that's going to be Saints minus eight and a half as well. Saints by nine and a half, by, and I'm, I'm taking the yeah, Saints. I'm, I'm not, Saints. I don't trust, I think this Bears team is trash. No, it's got a high flying offense. But, no, you know. they finally played a decent defense, and the Packers basically made them look like garbage again. Trash. And their defense isn't as good as it used to be. We scored 27 points on them. And put up 19 on them. Yeah, well, they were good then. Uh, I mean, Green Bay just completely annihilated them for the second time. So, I, the Saints, Kamara, I think, gets to play now because they're playing on Sunday and not Saturday. If they have Kamara, I'm, I'm going heavy really on the like Saints. Their, yeah. Um, uh, and also, I'm, I would love to see the Bears lose. I mean, this is, when we get through, we could talk about who we're actually rooting for. You know, the thing is, is I... I don't care who wins that game. It's going to be funny on both ends. That's true. I wonder if we, we should go listen to the Saints guys podcast and see if they're like, I'm glad we got this round one against the Bears so we can keep the rhythm going. Can you imagine if they lose another round one home oh, game? Just, that would be miracle pass interference, losing to Kirk Cousins, losing to Mitch Trubisky. Oh, my God. Well, the, the pass interference was championship game. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. That's how your season well, ended. Well, you said round one, another round one. Yeah. Well, just, miracle was round two. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I, I just meant to. In the play, yeah, four four straight playoff appearances and like just heartbroken. I wouldn't. I would honestly wouldn't hate that because then wouldn't that be uh, as long as Washington loses, it'd be Bears versus Packers. Well, Bears are seven seed. Oh right, because Washington's a division winner. Yeah. So if Bears win, they play the Packers. Yeah. You know, the only downside with that is then one of them's going to be a game from the Super Bowl, but one of them's going to lose to it. I don't know. And could you Good imagine stuff. if the Bears made it to the NFC title game against like? <laughs> Tampa Bay, or any all other, I'm rooting any for now is to watch our division rivals lose. I mean, that's it. That's it. I am honestly just. I'm now pulling for the Bears to beat New Orleans and go to Green Bay and beat Green Bay and then get embarrassed in the NFC yeah. title game. I mean, I was rooting for the Bears to make the playoffs because I want them to have a a worse draft pick and b I see no way they're going to win the Super Bowl. So. Keep winning and just more I don't heartache. even care if they make it to the Super Bowl. They're not going to win it. Let Trubisky go on a run. Keep him. Keep Matt Sure. Nagy. Can you imagine Trubisky against Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Can you imagine if he beat him, though, after all? Oh, the- my God. <laughs> after all the people ripping on him, mean, fucking Trubisky goes on an Eli Manning-esque tear, <laughs> takes down Tom Brady, only this time it's Mahomes. Except Trubisky goes like 19 of 41 for 120 yards. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Trubisky's going to beat Drew Brees. He's going to beat Aaron Rodgers. Gonna he's going to beat, Tom, beat Brady. Tom Brady, and then he's going to beat Mahomes. Mahomes. Trubisky. There we go. Uh, all right, so the final game. And actually, if you really want to get in on the fun, I saw the Bears are like plus 9,000 to win the Super Bowl. Just 
if you want to go <laughs> get there. on that Trubisky train. According to you and Ben, he's a changed man. Uh, Browns at Pittsburgh. Now the Browns, they don't have a coach. Our boy Kevin Stefanski. Rest in peace. Yeah, dude, that's why you got to get COVID earlier. You should have just took him for the team in week two. Don't <laughs> wait till the playoff game, man. This is just classic Browns. So, uh, Prefer, our old special teams coach, is the, uh, uh, what are they called? Interim. interim. One game interim. Maybe two. Who knows? Uh, what do you got for a line? Browns at Steelers. Uh, if this is counting the COVID thing, I'm going Steelers minus six and a half. I feel like it does because it is Steelers by six, and this would be updated. And that yeah, news has been true. out for hours. So, uh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I don't think. I would have taken Pittsburgh anyways, but now it makes me even more into taking Pittsburgh. Yeah. It just seems like Cleveland, I get it. That was cool. You guys made the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. We'll see you next year. How how bad for the Browns? Isn't it back to – isn't that the – back in 2002, didn't they also draw the Steelers round one? I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, I think Is that when the last time they made it was 2002? Yeah. Yep, I think 2002 they drew the Steelers and they lost like 36-33. I feel is like is that the uh, Derek Anderson year? No, Kelly Holcomb got into a shootout against Tommy Maddox. Dennis Northcutt was on that team in Cleveland. Willie Green. Yep, they lost 33-36 to the Steelers, so they made a wild card game, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's the same season as Dwayne Rudd ripping his helmet off. That's funny. Um, all right, so we both have Steelers. Where'd yep. you go? Do you like yep, Steelers? Steelers. The only one we differ on is the Rams Seahawks. Oh, really? Yeah. You took the Rams. Damn right I did. Damn right. Um, So who has a fan? Who are you rooting for? First game, I'm rooting for the Bills. Bills over the Colts. You know what's weird? I'm rooting for the Colts. I don't know why. I think it's like an underdog thing. Okay. I like Diggs, but I also I don't know if I really want to see him succeed. All right. Kind of uh, me off I, a I like bit. I like QB seventeen, and I'd I'd like to see him succeed. Yeah. I uh, think I'm salty that he's got Cortese, everything he wanted. Well, I've got a jersey hanging up at home, so. No, I'm salty with Diggs, not with John. Oh, Allen. okay. Uh, second game. Although he did push for Jefferson to get Rookie of the Year. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. I did see that. Appreciate that, Diggs. Uh, Rams s- at Seahawks. I, I'd rather have the Seahawks win. Something about the Rams, I don't like them. I'm pulling for the Rams in that one. Okay. Interesting. So we so far disagree. Uh, and pulling Bucks, Washington? For, pulling for Washington, Absolutely. Fuck Tom Brady and the Bucks. <laughs> like, I, I feel like, they're, honestly, the rest of the way after this, it'll probably be, let's see how much Tom Brady can fuck shit up. Um, it would be glorious. I don't even know why. I don't mind Tom Brady. It'd just be funny for him to, you know, he jumps on the Bucks team and then all of a sudden he loses to a 7-9 nine, a seven seven and nine nine team. team. Like, what you, that'd be embarrassing. If Chase Young got all of Tom Brady just like he wants. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, next game's Ravens-Titans. I'm rooting for Titans. I'm rooting for Titans. Next. I don't really mind either team. Nope. Just rooting for the Titans. Bears-Saints. Bears-Saints. Rooting for the, the Trubisky train to make the Super this Bowl. This is a win-win, like you yeah. said earlier. I, I probably I, won't even watch this game. Oh, I mean, why wouldn't you watch it? I don't know, just because I feel like it's going to be boring. I really I don't. I don't see... have any fun watching the Saints, and I don't have fun watching yeah. the Bears. You don't like Taysom Hill grinding out yards? No. Do you no. Don't like Trubisky's high flying offense? You brag no. him up so much. I mean, that either way, you're getting either Bears heartbreak or you're getting Saints heartbreak. Fantastic. Oh. And then uh, Steelers, Steelers, Browns. I, uh, I, I think I'm pulling for the Browns just because. I'm but I also Steelers. like Mike Tomlin. You know what it is? I, I don't like teams that haven't won to win. 
because we haven't won yet. That's why I don't want the Bills to win because fuck them and them winning a Super Bowl before us. I don't want the Browns to win. Just fuck them. Yeah. And, hey, and, you know, that's a battle of former Viking coaches. Stefanski oh, yeah. would have been. Stefanski Tomlin, yeah. yeah. So if Both I'm looking at this and I'm doing a list of who do I not want to win, I don't want the Browns to win. I don't want the Saints to win. I don't want the Bears to win. I don't want the football team to win. What? I don't care about them. Well, they've won. What do you mean they've they, won? Haven't, they, they haven't won in a while. Well, in a while, I don't care. It's if you have never won. Okay. That's what I don't want. Or if you're the Saints and the Bears. Because, obviously, fuck both those teams. And then, obviously, the Packers. I don't want the Bills to win. I already said that. Oh. But still. Colts, I've already won one. So, like, yeah. anyone else. Anyone else I'm fine with. So Chiefs, not, repeat. Not Packers, not Bears, not Saints, not Bills. Not, not Browns. Browns. The Browns, I'm, I'm a little indifferent about. But it still bothered me. It'd be like Detroit making the playoffs and then winning a Super Bowl. I mean, like, really? We've lost four Super Bowls. How many heartbreaking title games? And then, like, Detroit just stumbles into one or the Browns. Like, the year the Eagles won it. It's like, come on. They won one at our stadium before we've ever won one? At our stadium. At our stadium. That's why I didn't watch that game. Because I did not want to watch the stupid Eagles win a Super Bowl in our stadium. I watched it in our stadium. Yeah, and I don't know how you did that. I couldn't even turn it on the TV. I just sat at home and played Madden in the dark. I got to watch Tom Brady not close out a Super Bowl. That's too You know how it's always like, you know, Kirk Cousins can't get that last drive. Tom Brady didn't get it done in the Super Bowl. Had one drive to go. And you were probably cheering for when it happened too. Tom Brady? Yeah, when he got sacked. You probably were wearing a Tom Brady jersey. Oh, Oh, I was... Fully against the Eagles. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, yeah, but I don't usually root for the Patriots, but I sure was that game. Hell yeah. Ugh. In the end, though, anyone but the Packers or Bears I'm happy with. Yep. Yep. And the Bills. Really, mostly. The- <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and the Bills. Oh, would it- I'd just be glorious if the Packers lost round one. Who do they play, say, if it goes chalk? Like, Bears don't win. Uh, Box, right? Box, because. I- the- Wait, who's the sixth seed? Rams against Seattle. Okay. And football team is four. If they all went home field, one through four, they'd get football team. But that's probably unlikely. Yep, so they'd get Tampa. If it went favorites across the board, they'd get Tampa? Yeah. I mean, if they get Tampa or the Rams, that's a tough matchup. for Even Seattle, I think. Seattle, absolutely. I don't think they can get Seattle, can they? No. No, because they'd play the two seed. Unless the Rams... And the Bears won. Who's well, the, then the three seed wouldn't be in it anymore. No, they're they're gonna if the Bears, it's gonna be if the Tampa Bay wins, they play Tampa. If yeah. the other ones go, and then if Washington wins, they play Washington. Yeah. So there's no way they can play Seattle. No. Not next round. Let's hope they. I I just want to see them bounce in the second round. They think they're high flying, looking good. Would they go thirteen and three? Yeah. We're one of three teams to beat them. Hey. Look at us. Look at us. us. Tampa, and I don't know who the third one was. I feel like it was something dumb. Did they lose? Yeah, they always lose one really dumb game. Yeah. They lost to the Chargers last year. And then Did they like lose that. to the Lions or the Niners again earlier this year? That sounds like something they would do, but, yeah, but I'm not going to look it up. So. Anyways. All right, well, we will be back next week with uh, defensive grades and a little recap of round one and looking ahead to round two. Yeah, I won't forget the uh, the, grade, uh, the lines next time. Yeah, you forgot something there at the end. Way yep. to go. See you guys. <laughs>